1: Today is Wednesday, January 13th, 2021. On this day in 1931, Daisy DeVoe, secretary for silent film star Clara Bow, was put on trial for stealing from her employer. DeVoe's court case soon became the stuff of Hollywood legend. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Spotify original from Parcast. I'm Vanessa Richardson, and today I'm joined by our guest host, Richard Rossner from Dictators. His show delves into the minds and motives of the world's most notorious leaders. Richard will discuss some of the biographical aspects of today's story, while I'll cover the narrative.
2: Thanks, Vanessa. I'm thrilled to dive into Hollywood's sordid past.
1: Today, we're covering the trial of Daisy DeVoe, personal secretary and former hairdresser for a major star of Hollywood's golden era, Clara Bow. Daisy was accused of stealing from Clara while she helped manage the actress's finances. Now, let's go back to the Los Angeles County Superior Courthouse on January 13, 1931. It was a circus. Daisy DeVoe was sure of that. She couldn't believe that the huge crowd outside the courthouse was there to see her. But they were. It was her trial, after all. Police officers cleared the crowd as Daisy and her lawyer opened the car door. The two of them sprinted up the steps as the mob shouted questions at them. Daisy had to admit the attention was a little exciting— but she could only enjoy it because she knew she wasn't guilty. She was sure she could convince the jury that the entire affair was a misunderstanding. Daisy's heart leapt when she saw the crowd inside the courthouse was just as large. It seemed like newspapers from all over the country had made the trip. At that moment, Daisy was still optimistic that people would see that she was innocent. But then, all of a sudden, it hit her. It wasn't a joke. She was being tried for a major crime, multiple crimes in fact, 35 counts of grand theft. The charges were levied by representatives of the famous silent film actress, Clara Bow. In the years before the trial, DeVoe worked for the star as her secretary. Things were good for a little while. Both of them were hard-working women, deeply enmeshed in the complexities of Hollywood. They understood one another, or at least Daisy thought they did, but then everything fell apart. When the proceedings began, DeVoe grew nervous as an array of witnesses prepared to testify against her. First, Beau's attorney described Daisy's attempted extortion of the silent movie star. The man, W.I. Gilbert, told a tale of a woman desperate for her boss's cash. After that, Rex Bell, Clara Beau's fiancé, took the stand. He claimed DeVoe had tried to shake down Clara Beau after she was fired. Daisy shook her head as the testimonies went on. None of it was true. Finally, it was DeVoe's chance to take the stand. She was calm as she described the real story of her tenure with Clara Bow. She expertly parried everything the prosecution threw at her, detailing the drunken rages and all-night poker games thrown by Bow. She even claimed that she feared for her life when Bow was drunk. As the time came for the jury to deliberate, it seemed that most of the crowd in the courtroom had taken Daisy's side. It took the jurors an agonizing three days to reach their verdict. When they finally did deliver Daisy's fate, it pleased no one. Daisy was declared innocent on 34 counts of grand theft. But inexplicably, on the 35th charge, she was found guilty. The judge showed Daisy no mercy. Reportedly, he was angered that Daisy had demeaned Clara Bow by talking about her drunken rages during the trial. So with only one guilty verdict to work with, he threw the book at her. She was sentenced to 18 months in prison. After the trial, Clara Bow only took up a few more acting gigs before retiring. She married Rex and they moved to Nevada, where they raised their children on a ranch. Daisy left prison and got married, then worked in the airline industry until she retired in the 60s. She passed away in 1996. It was a peaceful end to a chaotic career path. Coming up, we'll explore Daisy DeVoe's early life and her road to Hollywood infamy. Listeners, have you heard the eerie new podcast, Superstitions? Every Wednesday, explore the varying beliefs people around the world fear and follow in this mystifying series from Parcast. You do not want to miss it. Each week, step inside stories that illustrate the horror, weirdness, and truth behind humanity's strangest codes of conduct. Why do black cats represent witchcraft? What's the point of carrying a rabbit's foot around with you? And how come certain films seem cursed and others don't? Each new episode of Superstitions presents a story that unlocks the mysteries of unorthodox traditions and surreal phenomena. They may seem cryptic or illogical or completely insane, but then again, do they? Follow the Spotify original from Parcast, Superstitions, free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all, but it doesn't have to be.
1: On January 13, 1931, Secretary Daisy DeVoe was put on trial for allegedly stealing from her boss, silent film megastar Clara Bow. The ensuing courtroom drama was something of a circus and landed Daisy in prison for a year and a half. My guest host Richard Rossner is going to take over from here to discuss the details of Daisy's childhood and what brought her to Hollywood.
2: Thanks, Vanessa. Daisy DeVoe's story embodies all of the rags-to-riches tropes that the film industry loves. Her rise to infamy is about as classic a tale as you can imagine. Daisy DeVoe initially came to Los Angeles as a teenager from Kentucky in the early 1920s. Instead of going to high school, the ambitious Southerner decided to make money as a hairdresser. She excelled at the job, and in 1924, Paramount Studios hired her to be a regular on-location stylist for their movie shoots. It was glamorous work, and it put her in contact with many movie stars of the time. However, it wasn't until DeVoe met actress Clara Bow in 1926 that she really clicked with the entertainment business. At the time, the two women were in San Pedro, California, for work on a silent romantic comedy called It. Coincidentally, this film propelled Beau to stardom and coined the term It Girl for the fame it provided her. On set, Clara Beau appreciated how no-nonsense Daisy was, even amid the glitz and glamour of show business. Daisy was a tough-working woman, just like Bo considered herself to be. Soon, Bo insisted that Daisy become the hairdresser for all her films. Over the next few movie shoots, the women became closer. Eventually, Beau told Daisy about her messy personal life. It became clear that the confident actress on set was not the same woman at home. Family members took advantage of her wealth, as did her staff, but she wasn't able to keep them in line. She admitted to DeVoe that she didn't have the confidence to do so. In 1929, Paramount exec B.P. Schulberg asked Daisy to manage Clara Beau's affairs for her as the star's personal secretary. Daisy eagerly accepted the offer. Daisy spent about two years cleaning up Beau's life. It turned out to be something she excelled at. For the first time, the Hollywood star was able to save her money. She even managed to stave off the potential foreclosure of her home. On top of all this, Daisy successfully pushed out some of the toxic people in her orbit. But the happy partnership wouldn't last. In November of 1930, Daisy was fired after a misunderstanding occurred between her and Rex Bell, Bo's boyfriend. Bell, an actor himself, suspected that Daisy was stealing from Clara. Though it wasn't true, Bo chose to listen to Rex and let Daisy go. Daisy was indignant and refused to stand idly by while they falsely accused her of theft. She boldly asked for severance pay. She'd single-handedly turned Clara Beau's finances around and felt that their partnership was worth that at least. Daisy tried to negotiate this payment from the star through a lawyer, but talks fell apart quickly and the acrimony grew. When Daisy made an angry proclamation in front of Rex and Clara, the protective boyfriend perceived it as blackmail. The police were called and they didn't take kindly to accusations of extortion. The Los Angeles district attorney, a man named Byrne Fitz, quickly got involved and made sure Daisy was put in jail without even charging her with a crime. When they eventually released her, she filed a suit of false imprisonment and illegal confiscation of her personal belongings against Fitz. She was entirely within her rights, but as revenge, the DA turned around and charged her with 35 dubious counts of grand theft. DeVoe knew the case was retaliation for her imprisonment suit, but it didn't matter. The whole thing was a complete and utter mess. And it's what brought her to court on that January day in 1931, changing her life forever. Just another day in Tinseltown.
1: I'm Vanessa Richardson. Thanks again to Richard Rossner for joining me today.
2: Thanks for having me. You can find my podcast Dictators on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from ParCast. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other Spotify originals from ParCast for free on Spotify. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Bruce Kitovich. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Nicholas Swart, with writing assistance by Terrell Wells, fact-checking by Adriana Romero, and stars Vanessa Richardson and Richard Rossner. Bad omens, good fortune, pure luck? Take a closer look at what you believe in and follow the Spotify original from Parcast, Superstitions. New episodes air weekly, every Wednesday. Listen free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.